for last year's words belong to last year's language. And next year's words await another voice. T.S. Eliot. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is the forest. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Oh yeah. Hello everybody and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. This is a very special episode and I'm so grateful that we can actually be here. And we're going to try to do sort of a normal episode today, even though I don't totally feel like it. Um, we got to. We have to, because this is a very special episode. This is the one-year anniversary of the Silver Linings Playcast. That's right, I've been doing this colossal waste of time, this futile effort, this pointless project for 52 weeks. This is the 52nd week of doing it. There's actually, this is a fun fact, there are 53 episodes. We have always released on Thursdays, um, and, and there was one episode where I think I got super excited and I did another episode, uh, right after the Thursday or before. Anyway, there was an extra episode, but it wasn't a, a full episode. This is, and, and I think we finally found the format that this podcast is and gonna be, and needs to be, which is funny, because looking back, it was something so different when we started, and I think sometimes with podcasts, especially, you have to go through those things. There's a number of podcasts where where I've seen that people have basically started with different projects, and they evolve until they sort of find their own voice, and it's finally found its voice. Part of the reason that we've gone to a fan fiction format is because that encourages me to write stories anyway, which is something I'm, I've been doing anyway. So let's look back at the, you know, one year ago when we started this. We had the intro episode. After that, we did an episode on books versus the book versus the film. Like I forgot to say at the beginning of this. As far as I know, this is the only podcast solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Right? Episodes three and four. That was a two-part breakdown of the Academy Awards from the year that Silver Linings Playbook was nominated. Um, we had special guest Nick Cassano on. He was one of my best buddies to talk about that stuff. We talked a lot. He knew very authoritatively about all those movies. Episode 5, we did a breakdown of the term Silver Linings. And, and that. episode 6, I had my other writing partner and almost life partner, Conrad Bromberg, who came on to talk about Twilight and writing. Uh, episode number 7, I did a review of The Bell Jar, which was the book that Pat was reading in the book, The Silver Linings Playbook. It got changed to Farewell to Arms in the movie Silver Linings Playbook. The number eight and nine, episodes eight and nine, were a response to a terrible review of Silver Linings Playbook that I thought was just hypercritical by somebody who shouldn't have been doing that. Number 10, episode number 10, was my reacting. I watched the first hour 
of SLP and basically gave my um, reaction. Number 11 was me not talking about Silver Linings Playbook that much. I was a guest on the uh, Come On show with Southside Steve, and so I just rebroadcast that on my podcast so the people that didn't hear that could hear it because it was a much more professional podcast than mine is. Number 12, we talked about a positive review to sort of cancel out the negative review that we'd been focusing on for the previous couple of weeks. Episode 13 was a profile of Jennifer Lawrence and all her work and background. 14 was one on Bradley Cooper. 15, I started to have a mental breakdown. And and so I was basically just logging on to say that I was alive and that to, to upload something. So it counted as me having put in an entry for the week, but I really didn't create a content filled episode that continued for a number of weeks for episode 16 to 19. We also threw in a rebroadcast of me on the Conrad Romberic show podcast with Conrad Romberic and an episode where I recommended other podcasts to while I was getting myself together. Episode number 20, I was coming out of that uh, round of depression and I had just seen the movie Beasts of the Southern Wild, and so I talked about that, which was actually one of the movies that was nominated up against Silver Linings Playbook during the Academy Awards. It's one of the few movies I hadn't seen from that year's Academy Awards, and it is one of my favorite movies of all time now. It's one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. I think about it all the time. Sometimes it's on HBO. If it is, watch it. If you like films, it is a perfect film. It might not be everybody's favorite film, but just as far as making a movie goes, there is nothing wrong with it. And it is gorgeous and sad and happy. It is all the emotions. I love it. I almost want to cry just thinking about it right now in the best way. Episode 21. I think I was still coming out of the depression because my episode was called Should You Watch SLP When You Are Depressed? And the answer is maybe. I don't remember what I said then, but I think it was actually a better movie to watch than a lot of things that I have been watching lately, which we might get into at the end of it. I don't know. I just watched 500 Days of Summer, and boy, was that a mistake. That is one of the most emotionally devastating movies I've ever seen. It was really good. It was nothing like the preview. And every every part of me hurt watching it. I almost had to turn it off because it was just so intensely devastating. And yet, it was actually a pretty beautiful movie too. Like I was, I was not expecting sort of a romantic-ish comedy tragedy comedy. Maybe it was just drop. Maybe it was just a drama. Maybe it's just, I don't even know how to genreize it completely because it sells itself as one thing and it sort of doesn't hit on any of those genre conventions. Um, But it was just, it was even just a more well-made movie than I thought it was going to be based on reading what it was about. Um, Episode number 22, we got into a little block of episodes where I started getting into the philosophy of SLP. You know, I read a lot of philosophy and I had just done a uh, pretty extensive online course on philosophy where I spent um, I don't know 20 hours uh, studying different philosophy things and we brought some of those principles to do philosophical breakdowns of SLP 
Number 23 was not an episode. I'm not, I actually believe that that one was not a depression, not an episode. I think that one was, uh, it was a super busy. So I was just checking in, which I do sometimes as well. Basically, this is the highest priority in my life and yet the lowest priority in my week, if that makes sense. Meaning that I'm going to make entries, but they may not be very good. Which everybody should know. That's why our listenership has dropped down from 35 listeners from the first episode all the way to we had one on the last one. And that is even a dropping trend over the last four weeks where we went four, three, two, one. Going at this rate, nobody will listen to this episode. Which actually, I'm thrilled. That sort of seems appropriate. The fact that I tricked people into listening to this thing for a whole year is kind of insane. I am blown away and I probably need to be a better judge of people because if I have friends that would listen to this, um, they are probably not, not the kind of people I should be. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that, uh, jokingly, cause it could also be random people. I don't know. I, I look at the breakdowns of where these listens come from some, and there are some from like other countries and I don't know people in other countries. So maybe I actually get some legitimate, uh, organic listens sometimes, or at least tunes in, even if they don't listen to the whole thing. I'll look at the demographic, the, the statistics later, but I don't really care. Cause here's the thing. It's not, I'm not, I'm not trying to get anything out of this. This is an exercise for me. And on that level, I feel like it's an amazing success and I'm very happy. So if you have ever listened to an episode, even one, or you never intend to listen to an episode or you accidentally found this and you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being alive. And thank you for having even one moment that we got to share in some really weird, super niche way. That doesn't make any sense and should have never happened, but it's happening. All right. Uh, when you were, de- I, I did uh, not an episode. I did when episode 24, when I'm not watching Silver Linings Playbook, and I did the list of some of my other favorite movies and TV shows that I watch when I'm not watching Silver Linings Playbook, which is most things because most of the things I watch are not Silver Linings Playbook. Episode 25. We did a breakdown of the different types of love. I think the the Greek language has seven different words for love, and they all mean different things. And we did a really that was one of my favorite episodes. It was very important. Like it was all fact based too. If you go and you listen to episode twenty five, um, I'm not just like rambling off random thoughts. I did research for a bunch of stuff, and we did a discussion on different types of love and breakdowns in the movies, and and how we should use that knowledge in our own personal lives. Episode 26, I did uh, talk on favorite Christmas movies and whether they count as Christmas movies and what Christmas movies are. And episode number 27 was a list of movies and TV shows that are ranked according to fall asleep potential because it's a very important type of media. So many of us fall asleep to movies and TV shows and there's different 
criteria for what makes something good to have on while you're falling asleep as opposed to, hey, you're going to like this, you should actually watch it. Number 28, episode number 28, um, which I guess was actually episode, episode number 27. Uh, because, no, wait, I'm not counting that extra episode that I did. Episode 27, 8, 28 was a review of other podcasts. That I, No, we had done that one already. That was a review, a halfway through the year review. So I did this. So basically nothing that's been said up to this point is new. It was all featured in episode 28 where we did a halfway, half, half year in review review. Episode 29, not an episode. Based on the episodes before and after that, I'm pretty sure that was not a depression, not an episode. That was just a busy, uh, not an episode. It was at the end of the year too. So I can imagine a lot of products, projects were kicking off. Um, episode number 30, we talked about movies, the best movies that were adapted from books. Episode 31, that's when I started writing short stories for this. The first one, Love to Death, which was a uh, short story that I've been contemplating for a long time and basically just took the excuse to finally write it down. I was feeling the emotions of of the story in my heart and in my life at the time, and that's just all it took to finally put the words down on page. And I'm probably going to go back and revise that one day, but at the moment it re- like it captured what I was feeling at the time in the way that I needed to to finally write that. Number 32... That was a legitimate breakdown, I guess. I'm just going off the title. It says Total Breakdown. Yeah, that probably wasn't a good time in my life, but that's all right. That's not where we are now. We're at a totally new disaster point. Episode 33. We talked about one of my favorite tragic movies. What tragic, I say? It's like, it's another... It's another 500 Days of Summary movie uh, before Sunrise, and we probably talked about the whole before trilogy. That's just another emotionally devastating... I think that's my favorite genre. I don't know. I don't. I watch them when I'm happy, and I like them, and then I watch them when I'm sad, and I feel them. But I connect to those things more strongly than I do. Like, that's the, that's the sad thing, right? I have watched... Um, I've tried to watch Avengers Endgame twice and I've never made it through from start to finish. I've, I've, what, I've essentially watched the whole thing one time, but not even all the way through. I walked out of the theater halfway through the first time and then I did another sit down where I watched the same first half when it came out streaming and then in a second viewing block, I finally watched the second half, but I, I've never even sat through the whole movie one time. That being said, I've watched every single one of the to all the boys I've loved trilogy all the way through two of them in the first day and one on the second. So I'm a sad boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm that kid from high school that uh, listens to the sad music and writes poetry during my lunch break. Um, even though I really don't write that much poetry. Actually I used to. I, okay. Anyway, number episodes, number 34 through 36 was, me just reading chapters of the graveyard book by Neil Gaiman. And then and I was a little uncomfortable doing that. Like I like doing that. I really love doing that, but you're not supposed to read other books on, on podcasts. And as much as I um, sort of don't care and don't think anybody would ever know, I mean, I don't think like it would actually cause any legal problems, but 
I just respect Mr. Neil Gaiman too much to violate his uh, copyrights like that. I mean, clearly I didn't enough for the first three episodes, but then finally my conscience got up with me and I stopped. So that's when we started writing completely original fan fiction. And number 37, episode number 37, that was the first Silver Linings Playbook themed fan fiction. The story was entitled Nashville Hot Chicken. And it was definitely set in the Silver Linings Playbook universe, the Star Wars universe, and my own life universe. Number 38, Pat's Lost which was basically my take on Lost if Pat was the main character. 39, Pat Man Begins. That was one of my favorite ones so far. It was um, basically a more realistic story. Like, honestly, it, uh, the, these, these fan fictions are not necessarily meant to be comedic. I mean, I think there's something comedic in the idea. Or that somebody might think that they're sort of comedic because, like, why would somebody do this? But from an actual story content basis, it is sort of based on on a, um, I don't want to say fan theory, but almost like if I had been there, I always, when Christopher Nolan came out with his Batmans, I always had feelings about, like, oh, I love it. We, everybody loved what he did, but I sort of, that inspired me. What would be my take on the stories when you see Tim Burton does Batman, Christopher Nolan does Batman. And so I wrote the version that I would do if I was ever given the Batman franchise to start over. Episode number 40, the Philly Falcon. I don't think it was actually called that then, but it should have been. And it was a little SLP film themed noir excerpt. Some of these are, are not full stories. They're sort of like, Hey, this is an excerpt if I was going to sit around and write the whole book from that. And it was an early chapter from a film noir based in the SLP universe. Number 41, Pat flew over the cuckoo's nest. That was a really fun one. Um, that was probably based on stuff that I was watching at the time. Uh, episode number 42, Glory and Excelsior. Fun fact, that was the most expensive episode that I have done to date. Uh, why was it expensive? Mostly because all the other ones were basically there was no cost in recording the actual episodes other than the hosting fees to, to keep these things online. That one we actually had some production value in and I purchased some royalty free music and it's just, it's um, it's a little higher quality podcast than all the rest. It might not be good, but it's uh, expensive for a free stupid podcast. Episode 43 I was really running out of time, but I wanted to keep the fan fiction thing going, so I sort of did an excerpt. There was like the first page of, I was trying to do a gladiator-themed story about Pat. It was titled Patiator, and then in, and I really rushed and sold out and, and just did uh, Romeo and Juliet, replacing all the characters with SLP characters' names, partially because Romeo and Juliet is a public domain work at this point, and we're trying to abide by copyright law. From here on out. Episode 44, Bringing Out the Pat. If anybody knows me, you know I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan and one of his most underrated movies, Bringing Out the Dead. That inspired this story, even though I don't remember anything about that movie, except that he's an ambulance driver and that I went through EMT school. And I really just uh, admire those people a lot. I have thought about going back to school and doing that job. I actually, fun fact, I accidentally, um, accidentally re-upped 
uh, my basic life saving certification, which I was trying to get uh, CPR recertified. And it was like $20 more to sign up for a more advanced course, which was just longer and had more information. So it's not like an actual really important certification, but it's just a more extensive CPR. but then brush you up on all the uh, AED and first responder techniques and stuff that I hadn't done in years. So that was actually, um, it was kind of fun taking that course and good to rebrush up on that information because a lot of things have changed. That's why they make you get recertified in CPR every couple of years. And it had probably been hmm, 15 years since I had done that, not counting combat lifesaver classes that I used to do. Um, after that, we had episode 45. It was entitled Rag in the Pat, and it was supposed to be something completely else. And it became a story that I have changed the name to. I have a hard time pronouncing this. Uh, Bejinush. Which is a Portuguese word for little kisses. And it is just a completely self-contained romance story. Um, it is one of my favorite stories that I have written so far. In fact, I'll say I'm actually working with a librarian right now to edit it. And I'm, I've undone the silver lining plate changed the character name so that's actually can be a freestanding story. And I, so I can hopefully submit that to a couple of places hoping to get it, um, published, but, uh, but with some major changes, cause I'm not actually literally trying to submit silver linings playbook fan fiction. And that's why these stories can't stand on their own. Um, Number 46, Pat and the Princess. That is another short story that was originally not an SLP fan fiction. I had written that um, trying to recreate some classic short story feel. I was I was reading a lot of short stories, and I had just read, I think it's called The Princess and the Tiger. And it was, so one of my favorite things from literature is, is literary irony. It's, it's one of everybody's favorite. Even if you don't think of it as your favorite, it's one of the things that resonates with audiences and readerships very strongly. It's the thing I've learned from comedy. It's the thing I've learned from writing that if you include literary irony, it makes your audience feel really smart and it makes you, uh, your story feel really well thought out. And it's just something you structure in. And so the bat and the princess was my attempt to do a really sort of classic version, short story, exercising literary irony. And as if anybody's listened to any of these, you know, they're all, almost all of them are rather tragic. They're either on the end of, oh, this is super depressing because everybody dies or hopeful. Oh, this is sweet. Everybody falls in ultimate love, which I guess is really the ends of the human experience spectrum anyway. And sometimes what I post is based on what I'm feeling, but sometimes it's the opposite too, because it's really not a it's really an earnest attempt to write fiction. Episode 47, The Pat Sales. That was a uh, nautical adventure that was a little, it's sort of set in the SLP extended universe where it exists in the anthology of all these other stories and yet is different, a little bit nautical and piratey and stuff. Episode 48, The Haunting of People House. It was more a horror-themed tragedy. Episode 49, Leaving Pat Vegas. Again, 
somewhat based on a Nicolas Cage story and, and um, movie leaving Las Vegas and also tying in to some of the themes and story structures from earlier attempts to episode 40, 50. It was titled uh, Patrizio and Cressida, and I'm not really sure why I didn't change that because it just became a small story um, that was that really was more of a horror mystery. I really think it should have been called something. something. It was supposed to be more a play on Cabin in the Woods, but not a comedy. Episode 51, that was last week, and that was entitled Pat Mento, and that was sort of the same. Yeah, I've been reading really sad stories for the last couple weeks. Now we are at episode 52, the one-year special. Where are we going from here? I'll be honest, one of the reasons that I am doing this, uh, we're having a real episode because I needed to save time. Something people don't realize is even though most of the episodes are about 10 to 15 minute stories, it takes numerous hours to write those stories ahead of time and do the editing and stuff. And it's way easier to just get on here with the basic research and script and talk. And I am very busy because not only, you know, we got some exciting news. The uh, studio opened a couple months ago. I haven't been able to physically go into work. I've been telecommuting for the last year. And a little while ago, we finally opened up and I've been able to go back in. And so we might actually be moving this podcast to a professional recording studio again. Or not again. I mean, we've never done this one, but, uh, you know, um, or maybe not because it might not be worth it. There might not be worth going into work just to record this, but we got other stuff going on. So it's been good to get back to work. Um, maybe I can turn on my emotional blinders and just focus on being one of those people. A robot that's lost in creating, which I totally am. I am on the eighth draft of a book that we just hit the 80,000 word mark. We've been sitting at 65,000 words for about a month. I finished I finished the first draft of the novel in about 24 days the first time. Now, we've got, I've, I've been trying to edit it. Here's the thing. I really didn't. I've given some parts to different people and gotten some feedback, but what I really, I didn't want anybody to read the whole thing until it was done, done. And I, I don't mean done like published because I actually have some meetings. Um, I have meetings with two literary agents and one editor in November. So I'm trying to just get it as cleaned up as I can by then, so I'm probably going to be asking for for some beta readers soon, but until we get there, uh, I've got a little more editing to do. I know uh, some of the changes we need to make, but I am super excited about that. It was sort of uh, a weird story. I, I, you know, if you ask me five months ago, did I think that I would be editing a book that I had written? 
by now, I would have absolutely said not. I would have thought that I would be back on the road doing comedy. But right now, um, we may or may not go back on the road. All I know is I'm just, I'm focused on this. We're so close. There's no reason to get this much done. For those of you that don't have reference, 80,000 words is basically like the sweet spot for a first time novel too. I, I really wanted to get it there because a lot of people, their first novel, you know, to, to be marketable to a literary agent, you really want them to know that you have an 80,000 word book. That's like approximately 300 pages, uh, maybe 290 if it's like a six by nine trade hardback or paperback, or maybe like a 320, 340 page if it's, you know, the smaller five by eights mass market uh, publishing size. But, um, so many people, when they write their first books, they just go short, you know, they, they write the absolute minimum they can. Anything over 40,000 words is technically considered a novel, even though it really, for all intents and purposes, there's not many novels aside from classic novels that are that short. It's really novella range or just insufficient novel range. And mine is a full on like, Hey, it's going to be. Well, probably, you know, um, some of the edits I got back from one of the editors that I submitted to had, had some suggestions for some major changes, which will probably include taking out one chapter and adding another throughout some others. So there's, there's you know, anyway, I'm just saying it's, it's, uh, but it's very exciting. There's a lot of stuff I got to work on that. Um, we're, we're, uh, you know, we got some some TV show news coming up. Uh, I'm not quite ready to release that info because the business is just getting back started and, and picked back up where we left off a year and a half ago, basically. Um, but we picked up a couple months ago and are working on getting ourselves back on track, and we have some very very exciting progress on that kind of stuff. So anyway, I think that is good because I've got a full plate of stuff I've got to finish before, um, because now, uh, because I'm a working man again. So anyway, guys, uh, this is the 52nd episode. Thank you so much. What was that noise? If you have ever listened to an episode of Silver Linings Playbook in the past, Silver Linings Playcast in the past, um, and th- you know what? I don't even, you know what? A lot of people would be like, like and subscribe or listen to whatever, man. Who knows? I could be dead in a week. Um, next Next couple weeks is sort of usually, I forget, you know, always forget about this. Um, some of the hardest weeks of the year coming up, but we're going to try to, going to try to power right through that this year. That's one of the maturity things that I've been coming around to and realizing that, Hey, you, you know what, even if I'm falling apart, you've got to do the work you got to, I did it at my old job. You show up and you just bury bury those feelings. Is that what causes you problems in the future? 
Absolutely. But you know what, Jamie? You are really good at burying feelings. If we can get ourselves back there and we can be productive again, we are being productive again. You know? We don't need anybody. We don't need anything. This podcast is proof. You can just talk to yourself and that is all you need. And you look back at those philosophy episodes and you think, hey, life is short. Sometimes it feels too long, but whatever. So guess what? Look, looks like the end of this even became a breakdown episode, even though we've been broken down and building up at the same time. Some of the greatest artists from the 90s, best work came before their lowest time. Uh, so many of them created their best things when they were their worst things. You know what? If I was happy, I don't think I would have been able to write the novel in the way. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm done with this because we've got stuff to do. But anyway, thank you guys so much. So much. I mean that so sincerely. I love you all to death. Even the people that have listened to previous episodes and are listening to this one. Or people that might listen to the future. I recently had a conversation where I found my two writing buddies haven't even listened to any episodes of them. And that's fine. You're all still special people. You've all been in my lives at one point or another, and if you listen, that means we've shared a moment. And really, what else do we have than moments? Tune in next week, and hopefully we will have uh, our formulaic fan fiction, SLP fan fiction, back again. And until next time, and next year, we will see you down the road at Excelsior. He's kind of crazy, she's a little insane. Keeping Kenny G really messes with his brain. One is divorced, the other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Oh yeah.